0: Everybody, so glad to see you all today. Won't you stand with us this morning? Welcome to Hill City Church.
1: can stop the Lord. Alone.
0: Our church, y'all. I don't know if you guys realize they'll, they'll share more today, but there is some crazy God-filled stuff happening at this church. Ooh. Sorry. <laughs> um but singing songs like the love of God breaks chains. Like that has such ooh, has such weight to it. Like if we could really take a hold what that means. The love of God breaks chains. He, he is, He is the healer. He is the one who sets us free. He is the one who gives us life. Amen. And we have that, we have that, the opportunity to come in and know Him more. being baptized, man, let's just come into a place this morning where we, we focus all of our attention on him, just to love him and say, thank you, God. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for the opportunity of relationship with you each and every day. And you just close your eyes this morning. We just want to focus on you right now, God the Spirit of the Lord fill this place let it fill every heart in this place every place of brokenness and despair may it be filled with life in the name of Jesus every physical pain may it be comforted may it be healed in the name of Jesus every pain of the heart and the mind, may it be healed in the name of Jesus because of what Jesus did for us it's already finished Spirit fill this place.
2: Worship for just a minute here we're gonna do something a little bit different um, I just wanted to distinguish some of you may know this some of you may not but there's a, this song is talking about grace and mercy and I think sometimes we use those synonymously we use those terms interchangeably interchangeably I can't even say the word but they're different and I just wanted to read this real quick so we can understand this as we sing this and um, grace the free and unmerited favor of God as manifested some big words here, as manifested in the salvation of sinners and the bestowal of blessings. There was nothing we could do to earn this salvation. So today we're going to do some things outside in the tank. You saw this and John's going to talk about that, but that's about, there's a there's a certain grace that's extended by God to say, I save you, and that nothing that we could do to earn that. We don't believe you can earn salvation in the Christian faith. Amen. And mercy... Is compassion or forgiveness shown towards someone when it is within one's power to punish or harm? Where we believe we're actually—anybody believe they fall short—that <laughs> uh, of ourselves, of our family, of life, at our work, certainly of, of what God expects of us—that we we actually des- actually we deserve Eric something worse, don't we? We deserve we deserve punishment, we deserve harm. Not the way the hateful God, but we deserve sometimes other, and that's mercy. So when you think sing, sing, sing through this. Think of both of those things, grace and mercy. Grace that salvation was given to us freely and mercy because we actually deserve worse. And just be thankful of that this morning. And with that, I want to bring up Mark and Julie. I know we didn't ask you guys, but you guys come up for a second. Um, this is not a growth track time. We're going to have you do something different. But if you guys, um, something, they've, they've been um, going through some... Um, experiencing grace and mercy for a while now and uh with their with their child brooklyn so i just want you guys to share a little bit about um what happened this week and um and then i'd like to sing the uh, amazing grace stop crying (laughs) don't look no i'm just kidding i didn't mean that in that way she knows we're we're good we're good but it's like uh (laughs) sorry i can be a little bit uh that way sometimes but um No, it's good, but just uh, if you guys can just share that, and come over here so that the uh, camera can see you guys, and we just be there, and then, okay, yes, you guys can be seated for a moment, and they're going to share a little bit of testimony, and I'll give the mic to them, and then we'll go from there. Hi there.
3: Um, So I'm just going to give a little backstory for those of you guys who are here for just the first time today, coming to see the baptisms. Um people who come here regularly know a little bit more about our daughter but for those of you who this is your first time we have a nine-year-old little girl her name is Brooklyn and um, she started having just some minor health problems last fall around Thanksgiving and we didn't think too much about it they just kept running some tests and gave us pretty generic diagnoses for her they told us she was just lactose intolerant and had like minor problems And so in February, I just kept taking her back. And in February, um, we had an ultrasound run on her. And they, they didn't act like it was a big deal until we got home and we got a call that said, we think your daughter has cancer. You need to go to Children's right now. And so Mark and I went and got our daughter from school and took the whole family down to Children's. And they ran a CAT scan and she had a 23-centimeter tumor that stretched from her pelvis to her rib ribcage. Um, and at the time, they didn't know what kind of a tumor it was. They didn't know if it was benign or malignant, and they just knew it. they had to get it out um, the next day. So they uh, removed her tumor, and we waited for 10 days as they dissected the entire tumor to find out what kind it was. Um, and back, we found out A week later that 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 tumor was benign and um, it was just a huge relief like we were just in awe of God's goodness for her um, and that she was healed and it was such a miracle but it's so interesting because you know in the Bible when you read about the miracles that Jesus did you kind of think how could anybody not believe in Jesus when they see a miracle But as humans, we're so quick to forget the miracles of God. Like You start living your life, and before you know it, you forgot the huge miracle that God did. Um, So we just kind of started living life again. And in May, on May 8th, we took her back for a CAT scan. And we thought it was going to be fine because we just thought we were over that hump in our life. Um, And they told us, uh, we're really sorry to tell you this, but now she has two more tumors. And um, the kind of tumors she had are called teratomas, and they're solid tumors. They're not like cysts that can pop or disappear. Like, these are solid tumors. And they said she had one that was four centimeters attached to her bladder, and then she had another one that was two centimeters, and it was wrapped around um, the tube that connects to her kidneys. And I just about lost it, to, like, to a point that I didn't know if I was going to get out of that, um, feeling of depression and just frustration that we had to go through this whole thing again. And, um, I mean, and my daughter we came home that night and she's like, I don't understand why God doesn't answer my prayers. Like I prayed that that wouldn't happen and it did. And you know, when you're a mom, you don't always know what to say to that. You're like, I don't know the ways of God. You just, we just have to trust him no matter what happens. Um. And so they just at first they told us this is another emergency we're gonna need to do surgery um, probably in a week and um, they took that the scans they said she had perfectly looking scans so they took them to the board and all of the best oncologists and surgeons in Denver looked at her scans and they all agreed there were tumors they all agreed um, that they would eventually need to be removed because the only way to get a teratoma out is through surgery. And, um, but they did decide to keep them in for a little bit longer. They didn't think she needed to have the surgery immediately. So we've just been kind of on pins and needles this whole summer waiting to see when we would have to have surgery again. It's been a season of testing our, our abilities as parents to not give in to fear. We sent her away to summer camp. We, we went out of the country this summer. We've been just trying to live knowing that God's in control, even though in the back of your mind, you're terrified every day. Um, and so on Tuesday, we went back to the children's and she had an MRI. And it was a rough morning. She didn't take the MRI super um, easily. But we finished it and we went up to the the room up in the cancer um, center and they had us sit there for 45 minutes. And our experience is that children's, when you sit for 45 minutes, that's usually a very bad sign that they um, they don't have a quick answer for you. And so I was terrified at that point. I figured um, something very bad had happened. And finally, um, her oncologist came in she said well the scans actually look good and I was like okay like what does that mean and she's like there's actually no tumors there is nothing to be seen on his um, you know just so that just to be clear like the chances of a, an eight-year-old or nine-year-old having what my daughter has it, I did the math correctly. It's about 1 in 3.6 million children to have that. The chances of a teratoma disappearing spontaneously is like nothing. There is no chance of that. So, we just want to give glory to God and say thank you for the miracle. That
2: Amen. So, let's just sing it one more time. And um, just mercy, just think of mercy. You guys can stand with us, just sing us one more time. That Brooklyn and and Mitchells, they don't necessarily deserve that, right? Like the chances are basically nil, but that's just God's mercies when we say that. It's something that we don't deserve and that God provides miracles in these moments. So let's just celebrate that today. If you just lead us one more time um, in that, amen. See you. give a big round of applause right now to God, amen, amen, God, we worship you, Father, today, we worship you today, Father, you are good, you are good, your mercy reigns forever, amen, and that's all we say, amen, means so be it. In Jesus' name, Amen. You guys can be seated yet again. <laughs> welcome to Hill City Church. If it's your first time, welcome to this uh, to our lovely church. And uh, if you're new, I hope you were greeted. Hope you got some coffee and some amazing Panera bagels. Um, if not, they'll be out there again at the end of service. Um, and we'd be help. Uh, we'd be here to answer any questions as well. So right after this, we're gonna do. We're gonna. Uh, well, you'll get. Can you get those directions, John? Afterwards, cool. <laughs> you didn't say yes, but we'll, you'll do it. All right. Um, Once you guys come forward, we're going to continue in our worship. Where we, uh, if you're if you're welcome, if you're for the first time, don't feel like you need to give at all. If you, if you want to give uh, with a in a, in, a, in an act of obedience to God, you know, go for it. <laughs> but if it's, if it's your first time, welcome. We don't expect you to give. Um, we thank you for everybody who does give to this place to uh, to make an impact on the kingdom of God. And um, I'm just going to pray, and we'll keep going. One quick announcement uh, is that we don't have. Uh, there's be no Sunday morning service next Sunday the 12th. I think I got that right. Next Sunday the 12th, so usually, obviously, we've been here every week at 1030. Uh, we're going to take a Sunday morning off, and we're going to uh, tr- uh, instead replace that with a Sunday evening service. In, uh, at the, uh, the Bealman's house and all the information is on our website, on Facebook, on our app. Uh, so we do have an Android and a, an a iOS app as well. So all that information is posted there. So if you come at 1030 next week, say, oops, <laughs> and you'll, uh, you'll uh, please come Sunday night. So that's at five o'clock at the Bealman's house, which is about 10 minutes from here. And we're going to be doing a and, and, uh, worship and fire. Did I get it right? I drive fast. I do drive fast. But, uh, <laughs> okay, maybe 11, <laughs> um, but it's worse. So we're still gonna do a, a, a worship experience. They're really, it's one of my favorite things we do every year. So please, uh, please carve out time to come on that Sunday night instead of Sunday morning. So no Sunday service again just r- last reminder, um, and we're going to do Sunday night. So, God, thank you for this morning. Just pray with me, church. Thank you for the miracles, the grace and mercy, God, that is extended to us. So often in life, we uh, we forget these things, like Julie was saying, that we forget that there is a, a real God, an active God, a living God in our hearts, God, not, not just physical tumors removed from a body, God, but also the, 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 the grace that's offered to us every day, God, in the, in the form of salvation. And we get to celebrate that today, God. So, we thank you so much father for being real for changing our lives god for not keeping us the same god and we pray that we would just chase after you today even in this moment god right now that we'd be moved by your grace and your mercy in jesus name we pray amen
4: at this time we're bringing up mark and julie as we are speaking about growth track go ahead mark
5: Uh, i know i didn't say anything earlier but um I was like, I'm just gonna cry, and I probably will, but whatever. Um, I think it's kind of just resonated with what Paul said at the very end. Like, it wasn't anything we deserved. We're not like some super spiritual, like <laughs> I over the top. Um, I, I don't know why he chose to do it, but he did.
6: Oh,
5: yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> you. yeah uh, uh, Every stinking time. One of these days I will grow up. You'd think this gray hair would be some maturity, but man, I'm a baby. Um, because ultimately, like, yes, like we can use it for, for testimony. But really, it, it, it yeah, it, it's his love. It's like he did it for himself, right, to bring glory to himself. So, with that, I will shut up on that. Because um, I will really. Right. So we have a um, growth track here, which is kind of like a membership. It, it br- brings people into the church, who want to get more involved, who want to serve alongside with us. Um, And we had a a group go through with us a couple months ago, and um, we just want to celebrate them. They finished the course, and um, we're just going to recognize them completing the course, and um, we do it roughly every three months. We'll probably pick up in September and do another class. that are four weeks long, and we go through kind of who we are, how how we started, what we believe. and then going through those four weeks, um, we would love, like I said in the beginning, love for you guys to come and join with us and serve um, in whatever area um, you're gifted in or you're passionate about. Um, I will never be on the worship team. Even though I love worship, I can't sing for anything. So, um, But you know, whatever your gifts and talents and passions are, we want you to use that. Um, God's kingdom. So um, we have quite a few people who weren't able to make it today, uh, but I'm just going to recognize them. And then, um, yeah, yeah, we've got Kyle Keller and Tina Keller. And yeah, awesome. And then um, John and Tina Berhilio, I think I'm saying their name right. Virgilio, yeah, Virgilio. All right. And then we have Cindy and, uh oh, we put this, nope. Cindy and Lane Traywick, Where are you guys at? Lane's right there, and Cindy. You guys can come on up. Oh, Lane, you can, is there like an autopilot? No, I got it, I got it. OK. Yeah, you guys can come up front. All right, Cindy. And Lane. And then we also have Angel Lovato. Come on up. Woo! Yes. And Kiani Lovato. And then we have Christopher and Tiffany Thompson. Come on up. So these are people who went through Growth Track, and um, again, if you have any questions about what that looks like when it is, come and see me and my wife, and we'll answer questions. But thank you to you guys who are already serving and helping out and gonna get involved, and we just appreciate you guys, and uh, thanks so much. Yeah.
4: I just want to pray over you guys. It, it, it. You can say right here. We'll be quick, and I'm gonna pray over them. And if you can just reach out your hands, God, uh, in the Bible it tells us to go and make disciples, and these are people who are participating in the disciple-making of our children, of our family, here, and our serving, and that's what they're just taking next step towards God. Heavenly Father, I pray for each person in here, Lord God, as, we, as the church is pushing out their hands and praying over them. Your hands are around them, and they're for them. I pray blessings in their life, Lord God, that you would guide their steps and heal their mind, Lord God, and strengthen them, that they could be a voice of reason and of praise to you. The way they live their life, let it be a witness of your goodness, Lord God, and let them speak of you boldly Lord they are disciple makers in Jesus name we pray everyone said amen God bless you thank you guys give these guys a hand one more time Go ahead. I'm gonna be quick we're talking about baptism today it's baptism Sunday and we have a lot of kids that are being baptized uh, but today is a special celebration baptism is, is is this place where it's very important it's a step of obedience say obedience some of us were new to faith, and I understand that some of us were still checking things out. Is this Jesus thing for real? That's it. And I'm just telling you, he does miracles, man, on, miracles. There is no better testimony of absolute, just utter shock where God moves, and you just can't say anything about it. Like that, he does God stuff. <laughs> he does God stuff, and and it's so beautiful that he heals tumors and makes it disappear. That's what God does. And, 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 and so as we continue in baptism, uh, I just want to answer easy questions like who should be baptized? Why baptism? Is it required of everyone? And, and I'm going to just answer it through this message. And, and the truth is everyone has their opinion on baptism, but it's not biblical. They have, they have opinion on baptism depending on uh, customs and traditions and cultures and how you grew up. But when we look to the Bible, that's what I'm going to look to. I'm going to just read you Bible verses of baptism. Because we, we, some of us grew up uh, early in a Catholic church or Episcopal, and we got baptized early. Like, shh right when we were born as fast as we can because baptism was connected uh to salvation and i'm not saying anything against anything but i'm just going off what i'm reading in the bible we grew up i uh i remember uh when i was a kid we just they would baptize kids as fast as possible that's just how we did it right and and, and then and and i noticed these questions during baby dedications and things like that but uh the reason I but mostly I want to teach on baptism because baptism is very, very important. If you're a Christian and you have not been baptized, I want you to be baptized. I do. I desire for you to be baptized because Jesus Himself desires for you to be baptized in Matthew 28:19. He says, Therefore, go. Okay, Matthew 28:19. We celebrate the word of God, right? Because it reveals Jesus, and Jesus changes lives, and he does miracles. So we're into that. And I'm going to read this. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. And he's not talking to pastors. He's not talking to people who go through growth track. Anyone who believes in Jesus, follows Jesus, their role in life, they have given, been given a mission. It's not for super spiritual people. It's for all of us who, who rep Jesus. We are called to make disciples. That's right, students of Jesus. And it says, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So wherever churches are planted and people are personally trusting in Jesus, we baptize them out of obedience in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So what is baptism? The word in Greek, is the word baptizo, which is, means immerse. That means dunk, right? It means that you're, you're being plunged in. I know there is sometimes we go to the pool and we play on the, on the safe side, on the kiddie side of the pool, and we jump in, and it's just knee deep, right? That's not immersion. Immersion is a different word. It means you go to the deep end, Right? You go to the deep end and you plug your nose and you go all the way in to the water. You're going all in. That's what it means in immersion. So when you're being baptized, it's a significant sign that you are not going in knee-deep and walking like, oh I'm kind of for Jesus. I'm kind of not. I'm kind of for me. I'm gonna do my thing and do his thing. No. When you are being baptized, it is a representation that you're jumping into the deep end of faith and saying, God, you gotta catch me. I'm swimming with you. I'm trusting the current you're gonna take me I'm trusting that there's a there's a story in Ezekiel I'm not gonna talk about it too much that Ezekiel has this vision he goes all in and then when he jumps into this river and he it says first he goes ankle deep then he goes knee deep then he goes thigh deep and then he goes all in it takes him somewhere the river takes you somewhere and in the same way I believe baptism represents in that way when you go all in with God I can't imagine it's gonna be so beautiful where God takes you Man, you, you can't imagine where your obedience will take you. But there is fear in obedience, right? There's fear because, oh man, I might not be able to do my thing, right? But I'm telling you, the most beautiful place the most productive beautiful joyous place that you'll ever live if you are here today and you're like i don't have purpose or if you're here today and i'm really struggling with who i am trust god with who you are your identity is not found in what you can produce your identity is found on the cross and what he has already done that is the grace of god so in in baptism we're going all in we're going we're emerging we're going all the way in I was going to talk about John the Baptist. I'm not going to talk about him. Uh, but in another step, uh, baptism is saying, I'm, how this is so weird. Like, have you guys ever watched Twilight? Anyone watch Twilight? When it was out, yeah, some of you like ashamed. Some of the guys super ashamed, right? I didn't watch it. My, my girl wanted me to watch it, and I watched it for her. I watched it for her because I love her so much right? Uh, other, others of you, you guys have, like, Team Jacob tattooed on your arm, right? But I'm just saying, like, there was this, like, oh, we're with the, I'm on Team Edward, in other words, with, like, Team Jacob, right? But I'm just saying, baptism is a signifying, you're Team Jesus, Your team, Jesus, more than you are an American, more than I am team John, more than I want my ways, more than my dreams, more than my views of my life, and I'm getting serious here, more than even your family, your children, my wife, my parents. It's saying I am all in team Jesus first. It is a significant thing to be baptized. It's significant. And for those who are being baptized in the New Testament, they were not baptized in the church. They're baptized in the Jordan River. Being baptized in the Jordan River is like being baptized in the 16th Street Mall in front of everyone. Saying, I'm all in, man. I'm not holding back. You can see my past and you can call things out, but I'm living a new way of living. And if that's in, that something is stirring in your soul, that's baptism. That is the call of God on our life. Our call of God is not like do nice Christian stuff. No. He's like, dunk yourself in the river of God and trust me where I'm going to take you. Trust me. Trust me. We trust a lot of things, but I believe we need to trust God. Baptism is also a declaration. You're telling my yourself, others, and that I am for God. It's also obedience. It says in Acts twenty two sixteen 16, it says, and now what are you waiting for? Get up. Be baptized. Wash your sins away, calling on his name. Baptism is a physical action with spiritual significance. It's a remembrance of Christ, an identification to Christ. Since Jesus, too, he was baptized. Jesus was baptized, that's right. Jesus was baptized. Mark 1, 9 to 12. I'm going to read real quick. It says, at the time Jesus came from Nazareth to Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. Just as Jesus was coming out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the spirit descending like a dove and a voice came out of heaven. You are my son whom I love and you I am well pleased. It's also a picture of the Trinity. Just throw it out there of you see the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit all moving in one accord in baptism. It's this beautiful understanding. It's deep significance. Baptism is a visual witness of the power of God to change lives. I wish you could know, uh, you knew everyone's stories in here. There's some beautiful stories in this place, and I think testimony of telling our story of what God has done, because we so quickly forget that God has restored our marriages. We quickly forget that God has taken us out of some bad situations that we said there is no way. How many times have you said there was no way I can get out of this situation? And then you, you're like, you, you pray to God and you, you look back six months from now and you're like, I can't believe how much my life has changed. And I pray that we don't forget where we come from because it pushes us to where we are going Baptism is also a picture of the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus. And when we enter into the waters, it represents that we have died to this old life. I'm telling you, I think it, it, there's, the, in, in, in our walk with faith, we have to die to our old life. You can't carry around the dead man behind you. You can't carry around your junk. We call it dumpster diving. You can't keep on returning, that's what Mark calls it, to the, to the dumpster of your life and bringing things out of it. You know my wife, she likes to th- throw away my clothes, just being honest. My wife throws away my clothes and I say, have you seen this shirt? And she tells me, no, I, I, I haven't seen it. She has seen it because she threw it away. She saw it. She I haven't seen it. And then later on, she says, Anymore, right? (laughs) You gotta throw away some of your old shirts, your old habits. You can't keep going back or keeping it around just in case. When you are baptized, you are saying, My old is gone, the new is coming. The old shirts are gone because my wife is thrown away, all right? Or, Or God is doing a new thing in you. You are new creation. That's what the Bible says. You are reborn. That's what it means to be born again. That used to be a thing that we used to use in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. They don't say that anymore, but you are absolutely, in the word of, words of Jesus, what he tells this teacher, no, you got to be born again. You got to live this a new way of life. A new way of living. A new way of thinking. And no longer are you just living to living. You are part of the restoration that God is doing. You are bringing heaven down. One day, it says, in the word of God in Revelations, heaven itself will come down to earth. And you are a part of that. Bringing heaven down. Bringing more love down. Bringing the spirit of God down. Bringing unity down. That's what your role is. Our role is not just to exist and be happy Christians and say Christian sayings. Our role is to actually bring heaven down and be the love, power, eyes, arms, the voice of encouragement to God. That's our role. That's baptism. That's a beautiful thing. I want to be part of that. I want to be part of that. I want to be aware what I'm a part of. I'm not just Christian in, 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 in census. I am, I am a follower of Jesus for my mission and purpose in life. When you are an engineer, when you are, Phil and, and Monica, when you're an engineer, you're engineering for the glory of God and the good of people. Man, when you are working construction, you're building this house to the glory of God so that no one will get hurt. Or when someone walks into this house and sees how beautiful the construction is, they say, man, that is done well, Brian. That is done well. See, everything that we do is ministry unto God, but we think ministry is some church stuff. It's not. It's everything we do, I touch. We parent unto God right? We use our finances for the glory of God. We, we care and make friends to the glory of God. We speak unto God. We even Facebook unto God. I know. I know. You're like, don't read my Facebook, right? But we Facebook even unto God. Our life is ministry unto God. And when we separate real life from our faith, we are doing an injustice to what really matters to our life. And in baptism, you're saying, no, everything is all in. Everything that I do represents my father. And it represents, you know what? And it doesn't mean you're perfect. We're not perfect. If you followed me around, you'd be like, man, John's messed up. I know. I know. I am in need of Jesus. All my closest friends know. They're like, John, you're messed up. I know. I know. So don't look to me ever. Look to Jesus. Don't look to Paul. Look to Jesus. Don't look to any. The leaders are there to help you, guide you, and they are doing their best. But the the best thing that we can do is point you to the Word of God, something to stand on. you must stand on the Word of God and and the Word of God is Christ himself. Look to Jesus. Amen. So as we close today, if you are here today and you know it 's time to dive all the way in and you've been uh, you 've been kind of in and out, the only reason we don 't get baptized for most of us is two things we are afraid we 're fearful. One of the most common reasons. That we don't get baptized, it's like, oh, I'm fearful. Fear can hinder our obedience. Don't let fear hinder your obedience. Move in faith. If there's an inkling of faith today, and you're like, I'm not dressed for it, who cares? Man, take your gold chain off, right? And just get in there, get in there, and we will buy towels from Walmart, all right? But if fear, don't let fear ever stop you from your faith, because that is the greatest deterrent from seeing God move in your life, that's one thing. And that's cool. Oh, God's moving in my life. But when we are fearful, it stops God moving in someone else's life. That's huge. That stops the move of heaven through your life, right? Number two, we feel, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough for this. Listen, if salvation is based on our goodness, we all lose. Just, I'm just getting down to the foundation. Like Paul was saying grace is something none of us deserve what you have you saw through the grace of God to heal a tumor you would never deserve it We will never if you are trying to earn your way back to God and you run away and you don't come to church when when you're not doing good and you come to church man if you come here just drunk come to church man if you partied last night and you still got the x on your arm that you got the drinks all right come to church you're welcome here you're welcome here because none of us are good enough for salvation and the love of God. None of us deserve His grace or His mercy. We are here but by the grace of God I hope you use that you you look at your life but by the grace of God I am alive I'm here but by the grace of God you are guiding me but by the grace of God I'm gonna parent to my best I messed up last week but I'm gonna but by the grace of God I'm gonna do better this week but by the grace of God I'm going to be a better husband but by the grace of God I'm gonna be a better worker but by the grace of God we deserve none of it listen when we enter into baptism we're saying it is by your righteousness I enter It's by you, Jesus. By your cross I enter, by your life, by your promise, not ours. So we enter boldly because Jesus gave you the keys to heaven. He says, get in here. Get in here through Jesus. Let's stand. Lastly, baptism is a privilege. There are beautiful people that were baptized before you. Martin Luther King Jr. was baptized before you. Martin Luther was baptized before you. Billy Graham, Mother Teresa, the Apostle Paul, and Jesus himself has been baptized. This is the heritage of those who are being baptized today. And if you need to be baptized today, man, I, I open up the baptism and uh, the waters, and you go in deep. I'll dunk you. I'll keep you down there for a while, too. Like, man, you this guy's really messed up, right? I'll keep you down there as long as I can, right? but your heritage is is before you. And as they rose up, they rose up in newness of life. And I hope you do that too. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I pray for every person in here, Lord God. And if you're in here and you want to be baptized today and you're not ready, but man, we will bring some towels from my house or whatever. if you're in here and you need to be baptized too, just raise your hands. I want to be baptized today. You can be in here, I don't care who you are. There's going to be some kids, there's going to be some people. If you're in here, you want to make a statement, be baptized. But also, if you're in here and you're far from God and you need to make a stand for Jesus, and you know it, you hear my voice, and it's a stirring in your heart. God's a gentleman. The Holy Spirit's a gentleman. He's not going to force you to do something, anything. He's going to, he's going to knock on that door over and over again. But that voice will get quiet as time goes, as we ignore his voice. I pray if Jesus is speaking to your heart right now, and you need to get right with God, just raise your hand. You know what? I confess. I need to get right with God. Thank you. Thank you. I need to get right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Heavenly Father, I pray for every hand that was raised in the name of Jesus. Let a flood of grace flow right now, God. Let it flow from the head to their toe let them feel it let them even feel it God you 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 heal physically but you can move physically in us mentally emotionally let there be a freedom that they've never felt before they are not trapped by their sin they are they are Lord given your identity your love and purpose today we thank you as we celebrate baptism in Jesus name we pray and everyone said Amen. What we're going to do now, we're going to go right outside, and we're going to see the people get baptized. I want you to join us. It'll be 10, 15 more minutes, but I want you to join us and celebrate as loud as you can. Let them know what they're doing is beautiful. Amen? Join us right outside.